0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the wonderfully made for his glory podcast. Um, it's Neve, and I'm so excited that you guys are all listening today. So today we have Shalom Arviso on the podcast with us and I'm so excited for you guys to hear her story and I'm also excited because she's my mom and this is the Mother's Day um, special episode. So yeah. Hi, mom. Hi, my name is Shalom
1: and I am Nevaeh's proud mother. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. You're also a mother of five Mm -hmm. and a phlebotomist at our hospital and a college student and so many great things is my mother. Um, Thank you, dear. Yeah. (laughs) So you're going to ask me some questions, I hear. Yes. Um, Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you for coming on here and supporting me, Mom. I'm just so grateful for you, and I think it's so wonderful that I can do this and hopefully get it out by Mother's Day for all the moms and daughters or whoever to listen to it and just show, like, your amazing story and a little bit of your amazing story, and, um, In just about you and being a mom. So I want to start out by kind of taking everyone back into like your childhood and how you grew up because I feel like how you grow up eventually shows how you'll be a mother. I mean, you learn how to be a mother by how – like when you're growing. So – um. How was your life as a pastor's kid? My mom was a pastor's kid in a small town, and how was that? Well, I'm still a pastor's kid, to be honest. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, But yeah, that's a good question. Being a pastor's kid is a unique position, especially in a small town, because everybody knows you, and everybody's keeping an eye on you. They feel responsible, um, or (laughs) they take it upon themselves to invest in your upbringing, so they feel responsible to... Tell your dad and your mom every little thing you might experiment with. (laughs) Um, So I have been um, told by some of the church congregation how I should dress, what I should listen to. And also when I would get into no good, um, they would definitely see me in a small town when you think you're so cool hiding, um, little mischievous acts, Mm -hmm. somebody in the church saw you and they definitely bring that information back to your parent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So I guess like, I felt like I lived in a, um, a lot of people say this, but like a fishbowl where everybody can look in and see what you're doing. And you're kind of not aware of that, but you do mm, finally see that. Okay. Everybody is seeing everything I'm doing and getting into trouble is not very much fun because I always am getting caught.
0: Which is kind of a good thing to learn at a young age because it kind of saves you in the end, I'd say. I mean, I think that was the same for me. I mean, everyone knew my mom and my dad because we stayed in that small town where my mom was the pastor's kid. And so I became the pastor's grandkid. And everyone knew what was going on. But I think in the end, it really did save a little bit of kind of save me. I mean, I didn't get in as much trouble because I knew people were watching, I'd say. (laughs) um so but the more positive side of it is like like what were the I know there's a lot of like you feel like you're being watched in the church and but but I feel like if you didn't grow up I feel like you'd be a lot different um if you weren't the pastor's kid like you're so on fire for the Lord and you I feel like you've always been since you've been my mom so um how did you grow your personal relationship with the Lord
1: well, that's a good question. Also, because I do think it's important that at some point, if you're raised in a Christian home or or being mentored by somebody who's teaching you about the faith and uh, maybe discipling you with the word of God and prayer and mentorship, that you find your own relationship with the Lord through your own eyes. Who is God to you? Because we've all been created um, in a unique way and specific to how God wanted us to be made. He knit us in our mother's womb, as the scripture says in Psalm 139. And so he had a um, special investment in creating who we are. So with that, there's also a special connection we have with him. And if I just looked at my faith through my parents' eyes, I wouldn't know him as Shalom's God, as Mm -hmm. Shalom's father, as Shalom's savior. So my story is um, about my senior year of high school, When I went away to a school, it was a missionary school and some of the activity in the school or just the way they did church was different than how we did church at the church I grew up in. Well, I felt, um, I don't know. I just didn't feel comfortable with it. And. I told God, if and again, I don't want to offend anybody who might worship God this way. No, we
0: all worship God in our own way. And everyone everyone does it differently, which I think is also cool. And that's also part of building your own personal relationship with the Lord. Exactly. So I
1: felt like, well, I don't want to do this. Do I have to do this? Is this how – what kind of Christian am I? Like my parents, this school, what Mm -hmm. is it? And that made me say, wait, God, who are you to me? I need to find my own relationship with you. You show me who you are. And that's, I think, called being led by faith because, um, or be led, yeah, I just trusted that God was going to take me down a road that him and I would connect. And we started connecting where he became my comforter because I was away from home. I was all the way in Hawaii. And then I went off to Japan. And so I had to rely on him. And I was only 17. I graduated high school and went straight to Japan or Hawaii and Japan. I had to rely on him as my... Um, support and as my guide, and that meant like physically, practically, and it also met with my faith. He was guiding me in my relationship with him. That was a really special time, and that whole finding my own relationship with the Lord through my own eyes became so real and alive. It was it was really a neat season.
0: How cool! I just love that. Um, so, yes. what advice would you give to listeners who may not have? Or who are struggling to find a way to like build their own relationship with God? Like mm-hmm. how would – like what advice would you give them to maybe try to start? Well, like the word says,
1: um, if you seek him, you'll find him. And if you want to know who he is and you know, you're – Okay, Yaya is what we say for grandma <laughs> and it's a Greek, yes. Greek word for a grandma. And so this is my mom I'm talking about. So Nevaeh Yaya. Um, she has a story similar um, that she wanted to find the true living God. And she asked, who are you? Whoever you are, I want to know you and I want to follow you. And she found herself in a situation where she stumbled upon a Christian group of people who proclaim Jesus as the son of God. And um, she found like a connection with this group of people, which turned into her going to church and learning more about God. And That was her seeking and then finding. And I would say like that's same what I would encourage anybody that if you seek him, you will find him and seek him with your whole heart. And that can look different for everybody. You know, like my mom's story, she asked God, you know, who are you? And she found herself in a group of people that showed her, you know, who he was. And for me, um, I, I would say to people, pray, ask God who he is and ask him to show you who he is to you. And ask that your eyes would be open to see him because he's moving and working and doing things every day in our lives and in our world. If we don't have eyes to see, we can't see what he's doing. But when he gives us eyes to see, you start seeing things, whether that be the most gorgeous sunset or um, a bird flying over a house or um, some older person needing help and just an exchange between two people with kindness. It's just, God is everywhere and he's everywhere to be found. And so when we ask for him to show him to ourselves, if we ask to to find him, he shows himself to us. So, um, And also I would always say prayer, pray to him like a conversation, talk to him like a friend, like a father, like a savior, like a help, like a counselor, like a support, and also go to the word of God because that's where we find him is in the word. His character is displayed all through the Holy Bible.
0: Um, I'm not trying to um, bring this back on me for a second, but I just want to add, um, I feel like with my story, like finding my personal relationship with the Lord, it was also kind of hard because I grew up in the church. So I, up until like a couple months ago, I really thought like, I thought I was, I, or I thought I had a personal relationship with God. Um, just, I didn't really understand the depth of it. And then I really found I just started getting into the word and then just like getting excited for like what I, what God could do with my life. And I was brought this joy and I feel like Mm -hmm. that's my personal relationship with the Lord was built from was this joy that he gave me when I um, started building that relationship. So I feel like that's exciting, but I feel like, did you find comfort for you? Was it comfort? Cause you were away from home. You were in Hawaii and then Japan. So Mm -hmm. when, with your personal relationship, was that built off of a comfort
1: Absolutely. It was comfort. And then also wisdom, you know, wisdom, like to know, God, what is of you? Like, is this something that, you know, you want me to do? Do I need to behave this way in church to be a quote unquote Christian? So yeah, for sure, comfort. And I'm, I'm glad to hear um, your experience too, because um, I think that's what a mother or father, parent, grandparent, whoever prays for you to find the Lord um, wants to hear.
0: Oh, yes. Um so, okay, going more back to the mom stuff because well, it's Mother's Day when this comes out. So, being a mom of five kids yeah. and having a child who was diagnosed with Down syndrome at birth, like how do you f- make time in your schedule to spend with the Lord, one-on-one time with the Lord?
1: Yeah, so sometimes I have to get up really early in the morning to have that time. Um and then sometimes it's um on my way to work, <laughs> but Again, I get excited to go to the word, the Bible, um, or go to prayer because I expect that God's going to show mm-hmm. me something. I expect he'll show me something. Again, if you seek him, you find him. And there's always something he's going to show you. And mm-hmm. even if we've read a story a hundred times in the Bible, there's something new you can find. It's a living word. It says it's, yes. it's alive. It's active. Uh, so sometimes it's specific to what we're going through. So anyway, to find time is, it is challenging as a mom. And there's days that I don't do it. And um, it's important not to like beat yourself up over that. But yeah, getting up early is helpful. Or um, again, taking a walk and just Mm -hmm. having that be a prayer time. Or sometimes I'm on my elliptical and I'm playing worship music and just praying. Sometimes I have really good prayer times during that. But um, yeah, I think as a mom, you have to be creative and it's constantly changing. But when I was a young adult, I got to get up whenever I got up. And I didn't have kids yet and I got to spend as much time as I wanted with Mm -hmm. the Lord. So it is different when you have children.
0: I love how you said that you're excited. Like that's how it should be because it's so exciting and you just feel joy. It's totally uplifting. It's like it's like the perfect date when you can spend time with the Lord. It's like the perfect date with like a loved one. Like, it's just mm-hmm. like, it's so exciting. It's like, you always get to see something new. It's yeah. just so fun. I love that. Um, so with you, like, what do you feel like the best way was to kind of educate us, like your kids about God? Like, how did you kind of like, <laughs> how did you like, take us to church? Like, what do you think? I I'm still
1: trying to figure that out. So <laughs> I would like to encourage any parent listening Um, We have to constantly ask God for wisdom. Each kid is so – each one of my five children are so different. And what I love that my mom did when I was a kid is she never really said – the Bible says – she just would tell me something like, um, what is it if a man um, gains the whole world but loses his soul? I didn't realize that was from the Bible, but she would tell me stuff like that Mm -hmm. in regards to like if we basically just – run after gaining everything in the world, but we lose our relationship with God Mm -hmm. because we put our focus on the world, you know, success and fame. So I love that, how my mom did that. But with me, I've tried all different things. And, you know, some of your siblings have said, I don't really like how you taught us about God. And other ones say, I do like how you did this. So I have to ask God for wisdom all Mm -hmm. the time. How do I share truth with my kids. And I don't know if it's me living it out. I don't know if it's me saying it, um, going to church, I know is an important exercise of discipline, but, um, it's, I think as there's still, you know, kids growing up in the house, I'm just still trusting God that, you know, it says his word does not return void. So anytime the word of God goes out in this house, I trust that it's not going to return void, which means the word of God goes out and it fulfills the purpose that the word is supposed to fulfill what God's intention is for it. And so that it doesn't return empty. It's Mm -hmm. going to fulfill something. And I just trust there are little seeds in all of my kids' hearts or even kids I run into um, in the community.
0: I love that. So um, you say like you have to turn to god for wisdom on how to kind of teach us but like have there been times in your motherhood where you yourself had to turn to mm-hmm. god for wisdom for like kind of how to handle situations that come up as a part of motherhood like things that moms have to deal with like where you had to turn to god and say god how do i do this what do i do
1: yeah every day but... <laughs> <laughs> that's realistic i yeah. mean between my youngest doing well my youngest who's still like he's talking, we know that, but I don't know what he's saying. We don't know what he's mm-hmm. saying. Articulations. He's yeah. Articulations a struggle. Um, so I'm often saying God give me wisdom to know what he needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with the older kids, when there's times that things have come out that, um, you guys have gotten into trouble with. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't want to react in a way that scared you guys in the sense that now you guys felt shame or mm-hmm. embarrassment or humiliation or condemnation because we know condemnation is not of the Lord. Um, I wanted you guys to feel like it was a safe place to come to me and to confess things. Mm -hmm. Um, But as a parent, when you're freaked out, when you hear something your kids have done and you also can't believe it, which is weird. I don't know why we can't believe it. Our kids are human. They're going to make (laughs) mistakes. I made bad choices. You guys are going to make bad choices. So I've had to ask God for wisdom. What do I say? How do I respond? Or, When there's bad attitudes in the house same thing what would be an effective way to address this bad attitude or that bad attitude um but and then sometimes when god puts something on our heart to tell our kids and sometimes we don't want to say anything because you know when you share things with your kids they're so annoyed they can't stand what you have to say half the time (laughs) so you just are really asking god all the time what do i say in this moment god knows we have to trust him that he knows what's in your guys's hearts and he can put words in our mouths to share with you guys. And the ultimate thing that we want more than anything is that you guys know you're loved, that you guys know you're created for a purpose. There was no accident, it was an intentional design. God intentionally des- designed and created you guys. And we want you guys to know you're so loved and accepted by him and to not run and hide in shame like Adam and Eve did. And know that Adam and Eve were called out by God, Where are you? Why are you hiding? And that's what he says to our kids. So we never want them to feel like you did something bad, go hide in shame. No, come out into the light. That's how we're set free when we expose the deeds of darkness by the light. I really – I
0: totally – oops, I hit that. (laughs) Um, Okay, I kind of want to like kind of add on to that in a way. But it's like – so I feel like with kind of those things, it's like it kind of will bring sometimes hardship in the house, but – um. Oh my gosh, the sirens. I know. I, I love, love when is- I – What? You say, I
1: love when I'm listening to podcasts and I hear the sirens. I'm like, is that in my house or is that on the podcast? <laughs> you like turn it
0: down to check mm-hmm. or when you're driving, mm-hmm. you're like, am I getting pulled over right now? Seriously, <laughs> here's it in my podcast. <laughs> um, so I want to just – I want to ask you this. It's like – um. so let me think of how to phrase this. <laughs> well, like – I know because I'm trying to act like I don't know the already the answer, but I do because this is my mother. So I know there's been ups and downs in um, our life. Um, so when have you feel like there was like you were in a really hard place, but God blessed you, being a mother and stuff?
1: Okay, well, of course, being in a hard place, you know, my last pregnancy with Kai, um, that was a really hard time in our family. And I don't know where this podcast is going to go. And I'm okay sharing anything for God's Mm -hmm. glory. Like I'm okay being completely transparent open and honest. But again, because I don't know, you know, what the intention of this podcast. Well, I shouldn't say that.
0: Anyway,
1: I don't want to share too much yet. Right. Okay. Um, So what I would say is we went through a really hard time. And the pregnancy with Kai was not at an ideal time. It was a surprise. And um, I would say there was another surprise when we gave birth to him and there was a diagnosis, you know, with down syndrome and how I kind of, well, I feel like that was an intentional act of God as well. I feel like we were blessed with Kai. Yes. So where it was like, Oh my gosh, this pregnancy is not at an ideal time. We're trying to work through some marriage stuff and we're trying to work through some home stuff and kids are in elementary school, junior high, high school, preschool. Um, it's like, having kai really made things get really real fast. Yeah. And we re- we put our focus on him. All together as a family, we've all had to work together. Yeah, to help Kai and help each other help Kai. Mm-hmm. And I would say he's been a blessing to us. Yeah, that
0: God gave us. God gave us Kai and that saved our family. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I mean Even what? I mean, I think God like God puts people or has us go through things that may kind of seem hard in that moment, but in the end, it's like life-changing and it builds us to be who we are and it's a part of our story. Like he sees that by putting this pregnancy that might have been really hard on you in that moment, mm-hmm. it's gonna be something so beautiful and just life changing and it's like kind of like saving in a way. Like it saved, mm-hmm. it saved our family. We were brought closer together. We had to work on the stuff that we were struggling with. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and all the laughter he brings. <laughs> all the mess and chaos, but also all the laughter Good and fun he brings.
0: <laughs> Man, I'm just so happy that I got to interview my mom. Like how lucky am I? So, and this is just perfect. Um I just I think this is going to be so encouraging for the listeners to hear like some of what you've gone through and like how close you've been able to become with God and how much you've inspired me and taught me so I can share with the world and share God's goodness and share God's love because he's been so kind to us. So yeah. Do you have anything to say before we hop off? Thank you so
1: much for having me on. I'm honored and I'm so happy to hear your excitement and passion. And I believe that um, your love for others and for them to know how much God loves them
0: will come through. This podcast. All right, guys, thank you for listening. Have a great day. Bye.